0: Welcome back to Blake's Take. I'm Blake Neiman, and I'll give you my take on local and national sports from the Lamp Valley and beyond. I hope you all are having a great start to your week. Welcome to a new week of the sports. And uh, I know you all are probably running what this little uh, Band-Aid thing is on my nose, uh, but things happen. You know, we'll just get through it. It'll just be a little uh, bump in the road, but we're still going to drive through it. So I have a jam-packed uh, sh- uh, show for you today, so let's get right on into it. Uh, starting with lots of great college football action this weekend. Uh, let's get a recap of the matchup of the night with uh, number one Clemson versus number two uh, number four Notre Dame. Uh, Clemson star quarterback uh, Trevor Lawrence would be out for this game again uh, due to COVID-19, so that was a huge factor in this game. Uh, Kyron Williams would get a fantastic start for the Fighting Irish uh, with a 65-yard touchdown run on the second play from scrimmage. Then the Tigers wouldn't respond until Uangole, uh would connect with Cornell Powell uh, late in the first to put the game within one score. Each team would have two field goals uh, to start the second quarter. Then late in the second, uh, Etienne would fumble the pitch and get the ball taken away by the Notre Dame defense, who would run it back for a touchdown to give Notre Dame the two-score lead at halftime. Uh, then Clemson would start off the half with a field goal uh, to put the game within one score. Then later in that quarter, Uangale would connect with Davis Allen to tie things up 23 apiece and get the momentum going for Clemson. Uh, Nothing would really happen besides some field goals uh, until late in the fourth quarter where Travis Etienne would punch one in for the Tigers with three and a half minutes remaining to take the lead. Uh, However, with less than 30 seconds remaining in regulation, Ian Book would throw a bullet to receiver Avery Davis to send the game into OT. Things were just getting wild. In the first OT, both uh, teams would exchange a pair of rushing touchdowns to send the game into double OT where uh, Kyron Williams would punch one in to start uh, the double overtime to give the fire- Fighting Irish uh, the 47-40 to 40 lead. Uh, the Irish defense would shut uh, the the Tigers down and then hold them to a 4th and 24, uh, where Uangile's pass would be uh, ultimately shut down after a few lateral passes, and Notre Dame would take down number one Clemson, canning Clemson uh, their first loss in 39 regular season games and uh, gives uh, Notre Dame their first win against an AP number one-ranked team since 1993. So just an incredible win by the Fighting Irish, great uh, for them in Colorado college football, but uh, hopefully these two will meet again in the ACC championship. So great action last night all around in college football uh, this weekend. Uh, As far as the NFL yesterday, we had some great competitive football, except for the one on Sunday Night Football stage, uh, where the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would get absolutely wiped by the Saints. Uh, Drew Brees would uh, dominate in the first half, throwing three touchdown passes to three different receivers in the first half. Uh, the Saints would outscore the Bucks 31 to 0. You heard me, 31 to 0 just in the first half. Oh, it was just a horrible horrible uh blowout. Br- uh Breeze would throw another touchdown in the fourth to put them up 38-0. And then the Bucks would get their only full score of the game with a field goal uh from 48 yards to uh get three points on the board. What an incredible performance by the Bucks, right? <laughs> Gosh. Uh so this becomes the the largest loss of Brady's career after the uh, Saints got the 38 to three victory, and uh, just a horrible performance by the Bucks and Antonio Brown uh, coming in this week doesn't really matter because uh, Brady threw three interceptions and it was just a horrible outing by uh, the Bucks. So uh, as far as the rest of the NFL is actually uh, pretty competitive though. Uh, the Steelers remain undefeated. Uh, the Vikings beat the Lions. The Bills uh, got a key win over the Seahawks and uh, the Seahawks their second loss of the season. The Ravens would get a good bounce back from last week. Uh, the Falcons keep on improving. Uh, the Tekken song on to beat the Jags. Uh, the Titans beat the Bears. The Raiders get a key win in the AFC West over the Chargers and Justin Herbert. Uh, the Dolphins went down to the desert and got the key win over the Cardinals. And the Giants get their second win against the Washington football team. So, otherwise, it was very competitive in uh, action-packed football besides the one on Sunday Night Football, of course. As far as local sports, though, uh, we had uh, both of our college football teams uh, play this weekend, uh, starting off with the Bees versus the the Cougs. Uh, The Cougs would get things started with a long TD pass to go up 7-0. Uh, then the bees wouldn't respond until late in the second quarter, where Jamal uh, Bradford would have a wide open touchdown to tie things up seven apiece. However, with less than a minute remaining, Dion uh, McIntosh would punch one in for the Cougar- Cougars to put them up fourteen to seven at halftime. Uh, at the start of the third, Jalen Delaro uh, would keep it himself and rush it in uh, to give the Cougs the fourteen to seven lead. Uh, then on the next round, Delaro uh, would throw a dime to Travell Harris uh, to really pull away in this game. Uh, however, the Bees weren't done in this game. They were going to keep fighting. Uh, on the next drive, Jamar Jefferson would uh, rush one in for the Bees uh, to start off the momentum going for the Bees. Then Jefferson would punch in two more touchdowns after that to put the game within uh, one score and just really uh, give the Bees a chance in believing that they could win this game, uh, putting them with only uh, a score of a field goal. Unfortunately, it just wouldn't be enough for the Bees, and they would get the 38-28 to loss. Uh, and uh, suffered their loss against the Cougs for the second straight year. Uh, so unfortunate loss for the Beavs, but it's still they showed great promise in uh, what's to come in the season with the comeback, and uh, Jamar Jefferson is still showing that he's one of the best running backs in the Pac-12 and even uh, college football. So a uh, great performance by the Beavers and great effort. Uh, so I'm looking forward to how they will perform in the future. Uh, as far as the other local game uh, with Oregon staking, taking on Stanford, uh, the Cardinals would get on the board first with uh, Austin Jones rushing rushing touchdown take the 7-0 lead. However, on this next drive, C.J. Verdell would punch one in for the Ducks to tie things up 7-a-piece. Then nothing would really happen until late in the second where Shuck would connect with tight end uh, D.J. Johnson to take the 14-7 lead at halftime. But then in the second half, it was all Ducks outscoring the Cardinals 21-7 and getting the uh, 35-14 victory. So great win for the ducks uh, at their number 12 spot in the AP rankings. And uh, hopefully they'll move up uh, after this week and after some upsets in the top 10. Um, So hopefully they can uh, keep on improving, keep on winning and uh, maybe even get a college football uh, playoff spot for the PAC 12. So we'll see how it turns out for them. So thank you for tuning into another episode of Blake episode of Blake's take. I appreciate you uh, tuning in for the start of the week and there's more great sports news to come. Uh, Thank you so much. Uh, You can, uh, Get me on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts or on YouTube. So any way you would like, uh, you can listen. And uh, I'll see you all tomorrow. Have a great rest of your night.